Good morning and welcome to the Peace Alliance Hope Story. It's so nice to see you all here today. Um, we, we've been having a little technical difficulties this morning, so I have a little trouble getting started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Terry Mason. I'm on the board of the Peace Alliance and welcome to Peace On, your source for inspiring conversations related to the strategies of building peace, fostering nonviolence and creating a world that thrives with empathy, compassion, and connection. And I'm joined to facilitate today by Liz Graydon, who is on our board, and Yelena Popovich, who is our Teaching Peace in Schools lead. And our special guests today are Wayne Smith and Paul Del Vecchio. They are dear, dear, dear longtime friends of mine, and I'm so excited that they're here today. So Paul and Wayne, if you want to just unmute yourselves so you can say hello. And hello, everybody. Good morning. I'm Paul. I'm Wayne. <laughs> Thank you for having us. It's such an honor. Thank you so much. Well, we're delighted to have you. And and just just as a little, I don't know, an icebreaker. We both live, all three of us live in Southern California. Can you think of one reason why you love to live in Southern California? Well, I gave up snow and ice for Lent one year and never went back. <laughs> <laughs> right i don't do cold anymore yeah I'm with i i grew up in the san francisco bay area but i always be, being the show business guy i always wanted to move to los angeles and be on the mickey mouse club that uh, never happened but i finally got here in 1986 and i I'm, I'm back home in california where i belong and i just i just love the weather and the people and you know we're, we're very happy here yeah it's home huh it's home. it's home. It's home. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. We're just delighted to have you. And I know that you're going to fill everybody's spirits today. So I'm really happy. But for now, let's hand it off to Yelena, who's going to lead us in a meditation and just bring us in together. Yelena. Wonderful. Thank you, Terry. Welcome, Wayne and Paul. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Um, if you're here or listening to the podcast, welcome. And um, I invite you for just a moment to come into your body, come into a way of being that your body would appreciate most at this moment. Welcome to close your eyes or just look down and just for a moment, setting your intention to rest in awareness. Yeah, perhaps noticing in the foreground, anything that you are experiencing, any thoughts, Emotions bubbling up, any sensations you might feel in your body, perhaps there are memories or images. Or perhaps you are noticing the sound.
just letting everything be just as it is. And notice your own presence. This formless awareness in the background. Is there awareness? Can you sense the silence? Stillness. Inviting and opening everything that is happening in. Just for a moment, finding a refuge. Stillness. And less awareness. last few minutes this practice I would love to invite writing of Mary Oliver don't hesitate if you suddenly and unexpectedly feel joy don't hesitate Give it into it. There are plenty of lives and whole towns destroyed or about to be. We are not wise and not very often kind. And much can never be redeemed. Still, life has possibility left. Perhaps this is its way of fighting back that sometimes something happens better than all the riches power in the world. It can be anything, but very likely you notice it is the instant when love begins. Anyway, that's often the case. Anyway, whatever it is, don't be afraid of its plenty. Joy is not made to be a crumb. With a breath, I invite you to come back to the group. Welcome, Wayne and Paul. Thank you. Welcome, you're welcome to unmute, Paul. There we go, there.
Well, our story starts um, 45 years ago. We're a married couple. We met in 1976 in San Francisco, uh, both of us in show business and doing a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me say just quickly, um, I started at eight years old as a tap dancer. So that led me to my show business career. And Wayne, I'm an amazing singer. But anyway, um, I went to school in Northern California, Chico State, and I majored in theater. And um, when I left college, I uh, went to see a friend in a show called Babes in Arms in San Francisco, California. This was 1976. And just so happens that Mr. Wayne Smith was the lead in the show. And that's this, that is how we came together and met. Yes. Right. So Paul actually <clears throat> saw the show and then auditioned for the show. Uh, we had been told that our dancing lead was going to leave early before the end <clears throat> of the run. And so Paul was hired to replace the dancing lead. And uh, yeah, that's that's how we met. Mm -hmm. So we um, we <clears throat> we kind of exhausted San Francisco and the performing possibilities there. I did a lot of nightclub work then, but I'm a classical singer with a, a Broadway voice. So a Broadway voice with classical training. Um, we decided to go to New York. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a big, for Paul, for tap shows, there was a lot of work then. And I went to basically break into both uh, musical comedy and opera. I did a little bit of both, but I did mostly cabaret work. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and actually I say, I, I sang in every Jewish hotel on the Catskills in the early eighties, every single one of them. Um, but we, uh, again, New York, uh, Paul started working mm -hmm. almost immediately. There were a lot of tap shows going mm -hmm. and, um, uh, the unfortunate thing is we didn't expect, I mean, we saw 42nd street on Broadway. Mm -hmm. And we knew that we had to get him into that show. So many auditions and including replacements for the Broadway company. And one of those situations where if you fit the costume, you get the job. Well, <laughs> he didn't fit the costume. <laughs> but um, when he actually finally, the audition came through, he got the show. What we didn't expect is he got the tour, meaning he was going to leave home for 10 to 12 months. It was the first national tour of the show after the Broadway show happened. And as it turns out, it ended up being four years on the road with the show. Um, every six months, David Merrick would dangle another contract in front of his nose and say, wouldn't you like to go to Las Vegas? Wouldn't you like to go to Tokyo with the show? Um, so we, you know, and Paul was being offered more money than he'd ever made in his mm -hmm, life. Mm -hmm. So what do Tap you say? dancing, wow. So what do you say? <laughs> no, David Merrick, I'm going to go back to New York and be a starving actor next week. No, we stuck it out. So we talked on the phone every day. Uh, we made Sprint really happy. Yeah. And let me backtrack. Um, way back when we first met, when I met Wayne at, uh, in Babes in Arms, the show we did together, um. I had just come off of a my one and only relationship, which did not end very well. Wayne was ending a relationship. And um, so when we met, I thought, wow, something, <clears throat> excuse me, something special about this one. <clears throat> excuse me. And um, it just felt healthy and it felt right. So we we started with a good, good um, background together. Right. 
<clears throat> excuse me. So we, we met actually in the summer of 76, but by April Fool's Day in 1977, we moved in together. So that's what we consider our anniversary. We, we were officially married um, July 3rd, 2008, but we call the 1977 date our anniversary. And uh, right. so we're in New York, we're auditioning for Broadway shows, we're, um, uh, we're working. Um, <clears throat> and it ends up, uh, because we were both working, like Paul got to take the show to, um, to Tokyo and I never got to see him there. And you went to Paris and I, I didn't to get Paris, to see you France, there. to sing a, in a show there. He never saw that one either. Um, but during that four year period, yes, we talked on the phone every day, but we also, I flew out to wherever he was every three to four weeks. We didn't let any more time than that go by without seeing each other. Um, and by the way, this is how Terry and I have became dear, dear friends. We, we both did the show together. So I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. And, and because I visited so much, I was adopted as a cast member <laughs> and, and, you know, because yeah, you could have been the dialogue coach. Yeah. They, they, they did the show in 96 cities and Paul eventually did the show on four continents. So, <laughs> so 42nd street took up a lot of our time. Um, halfway through the New York period, we were there for six years, um, we decided we wanted to go back to California mm -hmm. where we belong, where our families are. Yes. And our families were getting older. We were missing a lot of that. So in 1986, we came, we moved to LA and we've been here 35 years. Uh, we've continued our show business careers, but we, uh, we always joke that um, we were entertainers until our hair turned gray and the phone stopped ringing. So uh, what we did was we thought, okay, we have to be adult about this. So we both went to work at Trader Joe's, uh, same store, same hours, um, same shifts. I was there for 15 years. Wayne was there for 10 years. So it was a good survival job. We met some incredible people. And thank goodness they provided us with, uh, with a retirement. Mm -hmm. So that we didn't expect that, but we retired in 2017. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we're going to backtrack a little bit yeah. here to 2015. In 2015, we got a couple of surprises. No, we had gone at that point 40 years, both of us completely healthy, not a sign of ill health. Yeah, if we had a cold, I would have the cold, uh, he wouldn't, and then he would get the flu and I wouldn't, so we could take care of each other. Just, we, we never just worked, worked out that way. Time. Yeah, it was kind of bizarre. And then I started having some symptoms and I went to the doctor and long story short, I developed bladder cancer. So um, some serious surgeries went on and I lost my bladder and my prostate. But I'm here to tell you that seven years later, I am perfectly healthy. Cancer-free. Cancer-free. seven years. I have my six-month checkup in about two weeks. And uh, again, it's seven years. And my doctor said he considers seven years, you're good. And so that's, that's now. And I'm so grateful. We, we love it. His cancer doctor walks in the door and starts asking about our singing gigs. He, he goes, said, your cancer story is boring. Tell me about your singing, you know? So I uh, thank God. And, uh, and then so, while he's recovering, yeah, I'm dealing with that recovering from dealing with my new body and whatever Wayne has a heart attack. So I thought I had the flu. It was a completely atypical heart attack. I did not have pain. 
Uh, didn't have radiating pain or anything like that. Uh, I felt like I had the flu. I had body aches and I was sweating. And long story short, my doctor said, something's going on here and I can't figure it out. You need to go to ER right now. And 10 minutes later, I'm in the ER. They hooked me up to an EKG and they said, well, sir, you're having a heart attack right now. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going, is it mild? Is it moderate? They go, it's kind of significant. It, it's the widow maker. And they put two stents in and uh, gave me a day's rest and two more stents. Uh, but I'm, I'm now up to six. But <laughs> we're completely healthy. We were spared. We were both presented with life-threatening illnesses. And we are completely healthy now and loving it. Yeah. And, um, and then after the fact, um, our, we have the same doctor, of course, Dr. Azmir Terry. And... Um, um, they came to her and wanted to do a story on her for Cedar Sinai magazine. And uh, at the same time, they asked her if she had any interesting patients with interesting stories. And she says, well, as a matter of fact, I do. So she thought of us. We ended up on the cover of Cedar Sinai magazine with, with our life story inside. And then because of that, we were God, so thrilled. We got to film a commercial for five different hospitals. And it was all about um, after the pandemic about people getting back to their doctors and their checkups and making, you know, taking care of themselves. Uh, people were afraid to do that. So that's what the commercial was all about. We were so honored to be part of that one. Now, the side thing is when our faces are on the cover of Cedar Sinai magazine, <laughs> first of all, Paul says, great. 50 years in show business and I have to get cancer in order to get a commercial. <laughs> and the thing is our faces on the cover of Cedar Sinai magazine, they were everywhere. You go to Cedars, there would be a rack of our magazines. Yeah. We'd be in the, in the waiting room, just sitting next to the racks going, but do, do we, is there a resemblance? <laughs> However, we're on the cover of the magazine at the height of the pandemic. Everyone's wearing masks. No one, no recognized, one recognized us. us. So it didn't do us one <laughs> bit of good. <laughs> um, but we're honored. We're oh, so honored. We were honored. Um, and then a segue, we retired from Trader Joe's in 2017. And before that, I was um, personal assistant for the singer Maureen McGovern, you know, the morning after. Uh, an incredible voice and an incredible human being. So that was eight years of my life before Trader Joe's. And uh, wow, that was something. That Maureen was something. actually refers, she never calls us by our first names. We're referred to as the uncles to her dogs. To her dogs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, that was a great relationship. Um, we had started singing together as a duo, um, really probably 2010, 2011. Uh, it started because we were asked to sing for every wedding in the family. So we would, you know, we would happily sing for the weddings. And then a family member said, well, we're going to have a big celebration for an anniversary. We're going to have a big party and we'd like you to be the entertainment. And we thought, oh, oh my I, goodness, I guess we better put something together. So we now specialize, we sing big band shows, mostly music from the 1930s and 40s. Um, what we've done is we've gone to the internet 
we have found the original full orchestrations for Benny Goodman, Glenn Miller, Bing the Andrew sisters, Bing Crosby. And so we sing their arrangements to their orchestra. You just can't see the orchestra. Um, and but, what we do is we sing at assisted living centers. So it is, it's such a rewarding um, experience to do that because as you all know, I'm sure you feel this, that music is a magical thing. And some of these people in memory care, they can't remember what happened two seconds ago, but ask them to sing a song from the thirties or the forties. Every lyric is right there, you know? So we so, watch people who haven't responded to anything in days, weeks, months, months, years. And suddenly they're singing along with Chattanooga Choo Choo and tapping their feet and coming alive. We watch it. It's, it's quite amazing to see. So the, as we started doing this, there was more demand for what we were doing. So actually in 2019, before the pandemic, we sang 60 concerts in one year. Um, in 2020, we started, we had about 75 concerts mm -hmm. on the calendar. We sang concerts up until March and then everything shut down for 14 months because the assisted living homes got hit. So they got hard. hit hard. Yeah. So finally, May of last year, they could invite outside entertainers to come back. And so we did that actually this year, uh, it's only March, but we already have over 50 concerts on our calendar between now and December. Um, and frequently we're doing two concerts a week. Occasionally we two were doing day. two concerts in one day. Yeah, it's an hour long concert. Up until now, we've actually had to sing our big band concert in masks because of COVID. We were, we've been tested. We've been, uh, they banned us before we go in, but we now can sing without masks so long as our audience is over six feet away from us. Mm -hmm. But I, our show, it's a big sing. It's, it's heavy singing. And uh, masks, I mean, it's just hard inhaling really is the problem. But we're doing that and, and we're enjoying ourselves. We, we were retired, now I guess we're self-employed. <laughs> um, but we, we get to do this together, which is just amazing. Um, I, I know you, you guys get a kick out of the fact, we still have a crush on each other. We've been together 45 years, but I, my heart still zings when he comes in the room. It's, it's <laughs> mutual, just, mutual. It, it just, it is what it is. So we know we're blessed. We are very blessed. We're healthy. Mm -hmm. We're happy. Yeah. We're doing something fulfilling. And, and now, I, you know, before we were auditioning for shows. Okay, let's say you get the lead in a musical. I have two or three songs of yours to, to show what you can do. Well, we sing 20 songs in one hour for our big band shows. You know, we each get about three solos. Yeah, yeah and, and all the rest is duets. And, and because we're on the same beam, we, we sing really complicated duets. Um, ones where he's singing a different song than I am, but we meld them together. It's kind of like a mashup. Um, <laughs> but Irving Berlin wrote a lot of these uh, um, the, the one everybody knows is um, you're not sick, you're just in love. And then there's two parts to it. And so we sing them simultaneously and people just go, how do you do that? <laughs> but that's, that's, that's kind of where we are right now. That's basically yeah. our story. Um, we've, uh, yeah, we've 
we've got 10 concerts to sing this month alone. Um, and we're just having way too much fun. Yeah. We, we, we have always joked that we actually, we, we don't have a mom around to tell us no. So we have way too much we fun. We have fun a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so great to hear your story, so Wayne and Paul. I'm so grateful. I, it, and another thing I love about your story, you mentioned yesterday when we met, that when you walked, you walked down the street together, you hold the hands. And sometimes younger, younger guys come up to you and go, that's so cool that you're still in love with each other. We had, yeah. that, we had that happen last night. We've had young gay men come out of a crowd to, to come meet us and say, we think you're so cool. And a, a guy last night literally said, I appreciate you older guys more than you could ever know. Yeah. You were the pioneers. Yeah. You were there first. And you didn't allow anyone else to define what your relationship was going to be. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and that's so, so true. You guys are really special. And I'm just so grateful that you're here today. Grateful you're in my life. I'm just a fortunate person in that respect. But oh. we do want to go to the breakout rooms. And Liz and Yelena, when we met yesterday, we were a little bit stumped as to what kind of inquiry. We just felt joy. <laughs> but Liz, Yelena, do you have anything coming up for you right now? Do you, do you want me to take it, Yelena? Um, it's true. We always meet on Friday to go over the story. And, and when, Paul, everything you said just so washed over us and that sense of joy and sense of love. And we thought rather than doing an inquiry, um, what we wanted you to think about, I've, I've watched all your faces, right? Is just take in the story that, you know, Paul and Wayne gave and allow yourself to feel everything. What struck me is, you know, Terry, you named the joy and the love and a life where you co-create both joy and love. And so as we send you into the, um, uh, to the breakout rooms, we just would love you to respond right from your heart to what you're feeling in this moment, having heard the story, right? We're not going to direct it in any way. We just love to put you in a room with a couple of people and just respond uh, to their story and allow that to wash over you. Um, and Liz, Liz, said, if, yeah. if, if we could add one thing. Sure, of course. Ha having been, had our lives threatened medically, what we've really learned out of that is A, toxic energy has no part in our life. We, we don't have time for that. Mm -hmm. We've learned not to postpone anything. We try to say mm -hmm. yes to everything. And hug your friends and tell them you love them every time you see them. You don't know when the last time is. Thank you for adding that. So, so we invite you to, you know, move into a room with the lovely people around you and just bring up whatever comes up for you. And we'll be back in a little bit to share. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. And Yelena, you have control today, so you need to pause the recording. And yes, welcome back, welcome back. I'm so curious to hear what was shared in the small rooms. What kind of response came from the joy and love that Paul and Wayne shared? Who wants to share? You can unmute yourself. I'll share. Um, even before we started the meeting, but looking at Wayne and Paul, and then as we, I listened, I thought of the word synergy. The two of them, it's like 10 plus 10 equals 50. They're both a 10, but put them together. 
They have something that can't be there without that, without them, without their togetherness. Mm, that's lovely, Christine. Who else would like to share? Well, I had the privilege of being in the room with them and um, it was just profound, um, exactly what I needed was just a love story. I'd been head in the news and just besides myself and it was just what I needed to hear. Um, and listening to them, I, I started to cry when they're talking about singing in the assisted living homes. Um, you know, we recently lost somebody very significant in assisted living and I used to work in assisted living and I just know they're making a profound impact in so many ways. And I had to thank them. And I just felt very gifted that I was able to just spend that time with them and all of you. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you, Thank you Cynthia. Could, could we add one thing? Because this, this <clears throat> came out of our, our prep for this yesterday. Is that um, we have learned, A, um, there's a difference between your biological family and your logical family. And so we know that what you need to do is find your tribe, find the people you can be weird with, <laughs> um, find the people you can be yourself with. We also learn because of two life-threatening illnesses, we don't postpone anything mm -hmm. anymore. We try to say yes to everything. And we hug our friends and tell them we love them every time we see them. You never know when the last time is going to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So don't waste any time. Yeah. Thank you for that, Wayne. Sure. Kathy, you are raising your hand. Yeah. I would just like to know if you have anything on YouTube where I can hear you sing. Well, we do. Absolutely. Well, good. Absolutely. You can. How should we do that, Terry? Just later on or? Um, you can put a you can put a link in the chat. Okay, we'll do that. Um, right, right. We we have a website. Um, uh, my last name is Smith. His last name is Del Vecchio. So we are Del Smithio. Uh, it's Del Smithio Productions dot com. And if you go to the video and music uh, page, then you've got a forty minute concert there. We were asked to. Uh, to sing a concert at the height of the pandemic by the city of West Hollywood, but they didn't want us to draw a crowd. So instead we filmed it in Terry and Paul's backyard. <laughs> and so they ended up, West Hollywood showed it on their YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. um, so you can, you can go um, to our website and also on YouTube. It's a weird thing, you'd have to search Wayne Smith standing room only and then the videos will come up. So at any, any time. Theoproductions.com. That's it. Yes. Just that'll that'll get you there. Perfect. I put it in the chat. Yeah. Thanks. Found it. Thank you. Yeah, it the the music is so fun, so terrific. It's just it's so happy. Well, <laughs> everything in our show, it's is all up. up. Nothing, it's all love songs, it's all cheerful, it's all accentuate the positive, there's no lost love songs, there's no woe is me, 
uh, it's all it's all cheerful and up. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello. <laughs> Who else would like to share besides my dog? <laughs> go, Biscuit, go. <laughs> Annette? Hi, everyone. I want to thank you uh, for hosting these every couple of weeks. And today, I mean, first of all, every time I join and I'm blessed to join at all, I always feel so refreshed and at peace when the call is over because we come together as a community. Yeah. And it's a super healthy, uplifting time together, even if the topic can be very deep and dramatic. And so today I'm super duper uplifted by your lovely story, Wayne and Paul, which I thank you for sharing. And then in the breakout room, it just like Liz said, it carried over and we just had this really positive, loving conversation together. And I'm, I'm so happy that I was able to spend time, you know, doing that today with you oh. and grateful for the opportunity. Very sweet. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. We probably have time for one more share if anyone <clears throat> has anything they'd like to say. And if not, we'll bring it to a close. So I'm, I'm not going to put links in the chat because I'm on my iPad, but the Peace Alliance is your host for the Peace on Podcasts. Our website is peacealliance.org. Our mission is to empower civic action for a culture of peace. We also have a calendar on the website that has links to all of the things like the Hope Story Circles that we have upcoming. Kathy, who spoke earlier, has a lot of stuff coming up. Um, on Tuesdays coming up, some really wonderful, important calls in March with some guest speakers that are going to be really exciting, Marianne Williamson and a bunch of others. Oh, so yes. do look at the calendars for, for our calls coming up. Um, we also have calls for the rest of this month on Tuesdays. Um, we and the Department of Peacebuilding Committee has a call every every month, I believe. And we also have a couple of really important initiatives. We have um, the Blueprint for Peace, which is something you can, with one single click, notify all of your elected officials, federal, state, local, that you support policy around peacebuilding and violence reduction. So, and just encourage them in that direction. So you can click on the blueprint and let people know about that. And we just, um, again, check the calendar at peacealliance.org. I think I see Kathy putting links in the chat. Thank you, Kathy. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're a small nonprofit. We appreciate donations of any size. We specifically, especially love our monthly peace partners. So a monthly donation, even a small one is really helpful to give us sustainable income. So we'd like to hand it back to Liz to say good, to wrap us all up. You're on mute. Yeah, my fingers weren't working. Um, (laughs) First of all, I wanna thank you all for joining us and always Terry and Yelena for holding this space. And Wayne and Paul, we're just, you can see how, how grateful we are for your story. And what struck me as I was listening to you is what a beautiful follow up it is for those of you who were on our call two weeks ago. When we were on the call two weeks ago, the world had really turned on a dime in terms of the drama and the pain and the sense of you know, fear and hopelessness. And, and um, Yelena led us into this beautiful place where we talked about when you can't find balance, when you can't control, how do you go into a place maybe of peace, right? When you can't control um, the things around, how do we come to peace? And what you brought us, right, is that once one of the great elements that I think we're all feeling is 
even, I don't want to say more than peace, it's, it's there together, is to move into hope and joy, right? Hope and joy are such beautiful fuels. And I was saying, I, I was saying to a couple of people, I, was, I had a, a week where I was really angry, right? I was really angry and living in my anger. And I said to me, um, anger, I've always thought of as a fossil fuel, right? It may get you where you're going and it may lift you, but at some point it's depleting and polluting and you need to shift to cleaner fuels. And I always say to people, love and joy and hope are cleaner fuels. And I lifted a little two weeks ago, but sitting here, I realized the gift you offered, Wayne, to all of us is that shifting to that more powerful, beautiful fuel, right? There's a lot for us to do, especially those of us who do peace work and come together. And that idea that what you gifted us is the gift of that cleaner energy from which we can act, right? To move right away into joy and love and hope and knowing um, that as we co-create, we can do this together. And I want to call back into someone who's not here, but she's regular. Melody said, bless you, Ted. Um, Melody said when she felt hopeless in the situation on the last call, she wrote a poem and she picked up a cello she hadn't touched in a while. And I thought what I've, what I've been thinking about since that call, but especially after connecting with you guys last night, is when we see destruction all around us, it's more important than ever to move into a place of creation, right? What are we here to create? How do we shift and, and balance out that energy? And Yelena used a beautiful analogy on that last call. She said, the reason why it's hard to find balance is we're seesawing with the whole world right now, right? We're seesawing with the whole world. And what I loved is what you're putting on the balance for all of us today, and we'll radiate it out, Wayne and Paul, is to weigh in on the side of hope and love and peace. Oh. And that's such a powerful energy that we all need to move forward in. So I'm so grateful to you guys and your story. I'm grateful for what you brought to our group. And I invite you all to kind of just, what you brought here, to radiate it out, radiate it out over the next couple of weeks and share that joy and that love. Thank you guys so much. We are Thank honored. You. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Such a pleasure to meet you all. Thank you. Feel free to come off mute and say goodbye, everybody. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a beautiful Thank day. And then when I Thank you for joining us today at Peace On. We hope that it inspires you to have dialogue in your larger community. Come and join us again at peacealliance.org.